you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. Voss here from the ChrisVossShow.com. The ChrisVossShow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for being here. As always, refer the show to your family, friends, or relatives. Go to iTunes. Give us a great review over there. Uh, five stars. Hit that five star button. Tell everybody much. You'll love the show. We certainly appreciate it. Go see us on YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss, Goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss, and all the places. LinkedIn newsletter. A big LinkedIn group on LinkedIn. And all that good stuff. They were an amazing CEO and founder on the show. Crystal Liu is with us today. She runs the organization out of, I believe, is it Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. C. Liu Capital, LLC. She's the CEO and founder of that company. She's joining us today. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Good. How are you? Good, 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 good. So give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs. So my website is com. I run a real estate investment and development firm. Awesome. And so give us a little bit of background on you. How long have you been doing that and what got you started in that business? Well, I started about two years ago. I was networking like crazy, having like 10 to 15 meetings a day with everyone and anyone in the real estate realm from brokers to agents to syndicators, underwriters, kind of you name it. And then met a developer. We had we started building an amazing relationship and then I started raising capital for him. I raised like 10 million in, in under 30 days and then he was like, wow. yeah, we should definitely partner. So now I, I raise all the capital for for our companies and uh, help clients as well raise capital also. That's pretty but, awesome. Yeah. What different projects that we have. So what projects do you specialize in? We specialize in like multifamily, mixed use, new development projects. We have projects all over from Georgia, Florida. We got a land acquisition deal in Arkansas and one in, in Franklin, Tennessee. But those are kind of they're getting their business plans and stuff like that together right now but a lot of our new development deals are in georgia and and, in florida as well Mm -hmm. and so what do you do for you know new clients prospective clients you're working with or or people that would want to do business with you do you handle you know all regions of across the nation or do you specialize in kind of that region down this so when, when i'm working with clients i work from the private money standpoint from the equity position side but then i also work on debt as well because we have relationships with banks and so i'm able to raise capital from the from the equity standpoint and then get debt as well for certain projects that we have and so able to kind of fund it um, in of itself fully to be able to execute the, the projects because we do everything from land acquisition to the construction piece to the development to, you know, putting the ribbon at the end. So we're kind of like an all-in-one company. Nice. And so if if companies are needing that sort of help, they need assistance in getting everything done, right. you guys are the place to go for that. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're like an all-in-one stop shop. So I'll have clients come to me asking, you know, for help in, in, in regards to the debt side and or equity. So I'll reach out to mine busters that I have and or the capital partner partners that I have as well to help me raise funds. Mm-hmm. 
and then and then I'll I'll execute it for them. Nice. Is there a is there a bottom line limit to to what sort of projects you want to work on? Like a lower limit to an upper limit, or how do, how does that work? Yeah, it, it just depends from project to project. So, like, I'll get the marketing package and the performa, and I'll go over it and, my, and do my due diligence on my part to see if it's a good project for us to work on, what the ROI looks like, what what the equity split's going to be, like what the gap rates are, so for us to figure out if it's going to be a good project for us to do anything with. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it says here you raise money within 30 days. I mean, that's pretty darn quick to raise some money, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. But you know, when when you have a drive and when you have a why, it it, it it's it becomes different. Uh, so you know, I again, I, I was reaching out to people nonstop, networking. You know, having like ten to fifty meetings a day. Um, either if it was like in person, Zoom calls, whatever the case may be, and then just networking and building those relationships. Because real estate is mostly based off of relationships. Brokers would rather work with people that, that they have a relationship with rather than working with someone outside that they have no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. Is there any top limit to what, what you can raise? For? No, I mean, I, I work with a whole bunch of other private money investors as well because we have to raise like $150 million in a year or so, give or take, uh-huh. from the debt and equity side. It's probably more than that now because we, we just got a massive project as well. We just walked like acres a couple days ago. So, you know, it's I'm bringing on more capital partners for different projects just because, you know, I would rather share the wealth and bring other people on board that could do the capital raise from the equity position side and then also show them the ropes and the construction and the development side as well because everyone wants to learn and develop their skills. And so with that, that's what we like to do. And especially that's what I like to do. So like if I have a capital partner that wants to you know, raise with me. I'm like, okay, you know, but are you wanting to learn development? You know, if you don't know anything about development or are you wanting to learn construction, you know, how we put together our construction list and stuff like that and our schedules for the construction piece, you know, how we get our vendors together, you know, how we do bids and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's good. And, and people like it too, because they want to learn and develop and, you know, they might want to do their own whole, you know, development one day too. So, it's, you know, I, I try to be like a mentor in that aspects where, you know, if I have a team and they're wanting to learn, like I will try to teach them as, as much as they want to learn. Because, you know, if they want to go off and, and do it too, then, you know, of course they can, giving them their the ability to be able to be, to, for them to be able to do it. Awesome. And then you're always looking for investors too, I think, aren't you? Right. Yeah. So we're always looking for private money investors that are wanting to invest in our projects because, our ROI, you know, it's different from project to project. So, you know, it can range from like 22.6% to like wow. 2x their money like within two years, or we can cash out refi and, you know, get them their money quicker. There's, there's creative financial ways to, you know, get their, get their money back quicker as well. And then we have, you know, tier one banking programs where they can make, you know, three to 5% profit each month, their money and where, you know, it's, it's backed by the banks, by the FDA. And so they're able to pull out their money every single month um, from those three to 5% profits that they make, or they can put back into their fund and, you know, they can have it contract for a year, two years, five years, seven years, you know, it just depends on how we structure the contract and how much they're wanting in there to be able to, you know, have their money secure also. 
That's pretty brilliant. And are you building a team right now? I'm looking across your LinkedIn and seeing some yeah. different posts. Yeah, yeah. So we're, I'm definitely building my team. I just brought on a couple of private money, capital raisers, syndicators looking for more. So if anybody is out there that is wanting to raise capital and split equity position and stuff like that, definitely let me know. I'm probably going to be hiring on and bringing on more people on my team from an, from an acquisition standpoint, money. And then uh, I'm kind of putting together like a mentorship program to be able to help people like raise capital and and how I got started and how I'm doing it as well. That's pretty awesome. So you'll be able to teach people and get them into it. How did you get interested in real estate? What what brought you, took you down this road? I've actually loved, I've always loved real estate, but I didn't know how to get into it. I started, me and a couple of my business partner started a woodworking company a couple of years ago. And, you know, I started my real estate business around the same time. And so I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to, screw it, just go, go all in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then I was like meeting with people and, you know, I was trying to figure out what, what niche I can get into and where I can fit in, in the real estate realm. And now I've kind of find my niche and, and now I'm here, you know, but it was a lot of, a lot of hard work, a lot of building relationships, a lot of late night, um, you know, 10 to 15 meetings a day. Like I'm up at seven and I go to bed sometimes about like 11, 12 o'clock at night, you know, like it's not like a, it's not like I'm working at nine and, you know, done by five, you know, it's, <laughs> it's different. You know, when, when you have a why and, and why you do the things that you do and why you work so hard, it, it changes your perspective and it makes you work just as hard. Most certainly does. Most yeah. certainly does. Let's talk a little bit about leadership. Talk, touch on that. How do you find, what are your thoughts on leadership and what leadership is like and when you're leading teams or leading a project? Because I mentioned there's some leading that, that gets done there. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. With with leadership, it's you know listening to your team. You know what are what are they wanting as well to make sure that they are happy. Because you know if your team isn't happy, then in turn they're not gonna, you know, be there for you fully. They're gonna be like you know trying to get out. And so I always try to learn and develop my team. I always try to listen to their wants and needs and to you know teach them in in, in different capacities, different capacities that they are wanting. Uh, different things that they're wanting to get into also, and then, you know, help guiding them into different places and, you know, just being a, a good person towards them. Because some, some leaders, you know, are very like egotistical and, you know, it's all about them, but you have to make it about we, about mm -hmm. us and about how we can better each other and help one another. Yeah. Taking people grow, and, grow and develop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's your big vision for your company? What do you see yourself in maybe five to 10 years from now? Being the, the biggest real estate investment and development firm in the Southeast, I mean, we're, we're going to clear probably $150 million in, in a year, more than that by this year. So we're continuously growing and expanding and, and bringing on more people and more projects and stuff like that. But, you know, that that's not really, really the goal. I mean, mine is more so about helping people, bringing jobs into communities, helping bring in, you know, housing to different communities as well, making a difference in communities. I mean, we do a lot of philanthropy as well. So I have a veteran business. I have a couple of veteran business partners and we're trying to build a veterans facility to be able to give back and help veterans and, you know, give them a place to stay a place like a trauma center for them to kind of get back on their feet and, you know, get, get their lives back on track also. Cause you know, when they have all that trauma and PTSD and stuff like that, 
instead of just like giving them a pill to like, okay, yeah, you'll be fine. You know, actually like doing something different, you know, like going through therapy and, you know, really trying to help and resolve the issues that are going on because, you know, a lot of them commit suicide and it's, it's sad. And so then, you know, the parents and then their kids are, you know, suffering because, you know, it's hard to deal with, you know, going overseas and finding for your country and then trying to come back and live a normal life. You know, they're at high alert all the time and, you know, they're like watching their six every two seconds and, you know, they're like on, on high, high alert. And then they got to come back home and try to be normal. You know, it's hard. And so, you know, I've spoken with a lot of my veteran business partners and veteran friends and they're like, yeah, this is definitely something that, you know, needs to happen where, you know, they, they could, not commit suicide, you know, and, and give them a place of comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just had the Jason Cantor on the show. I think if I've got the name right, he uh, ran for president and he uh, just wrote his book on PTSD. And it's a, it's quite a thing that our uh, military folks go through. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So do you see yourself spreading across the nation or kind of staying in the Southeast? Yeah, I mean, if, if that's where it takes me. I mean, I'm, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia now, but, you know, if somebody wanted to open up, you know, an, another site, you know, then, you know, I'm I'm willing to, you know, do that if, if somebody wanted to do that. I mean, I, I love teaching and, and developing people um, and helping other people as well. So, you know, if somebody wanted to do that and I can you know, kind of show them the ropes and, and how I got started and what I do. And yeah, it's, it's an option. That's definitely awesome, man. It's, it's wonderful that you're willing to share and teach and, and, you know, I think that's what really great leaders do. They share and teach, they educate people, you know, it, it, with my employees, I always teach them, you know, why we do things, how we do things, how we develop the idea. Maybe right. I want them to maybe be able to go, oh, so this is why we do stuff. Right. Here's a better way of doing it. And they, right. can, they can do it better. It looks like on your website, there's some contact information where people can maybe get in touch with you and, you know, have a call or something. Is that? Yeah, something yeah, that? Can, uh, yeah they, they can definitely contact me either, you know, on my website or on LinkedIn. I get a lot of LinkedIn messages from people as well. Or if they want to schedule like a calendar invite, I have a calendar link, I believe on my LinkedIn bio as well. So if they want to schedule a call or a Zoom call or anything like that, they can as well. They can just do a basic call and, and talk to you about your services, see if there's a fit there and all that sort of good stuff, whether yeah. or whether I want to develop and stuff. So I think this is really great. How How, how is the economic areas going on there? I know I know there's some pressures that are coming from interest rates and stuff like that. How's that affecting commercials? Land is still getting flattened like crazy. I mean, there's like <laughs> acres of land. I kid you not being like flattened and developed. Development isn't stopping. It's just, it's going, especially if you have, you know, the funding in place and you have a good team, you have a good structure, you know what you're doing, you have the funds in place, you could get it done as well. And if you're strategic about it too, um, mm-hmm. With like thinking like three steps ahead, five steps ahead of what can occur and or not occur. I mean, that, that's kind of where I get. So I was like a chief of staff for like 12 years or so, give or take. And so, you know, as a chief of staff, you got to strategically plan like three to five years for a company. You know, like, okay, what are we going to do? How are, you, how are you wanting to grow? How fast? How quickly? Uh, and strategically putting in place of, of how to get it done. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I you know 
help will help clients, you know, as the chief of staff also uh, kind of come on board and, and help them grow their businesses. So you know, I, I do that with my company too, you know, so I'm strategic with me, with my business partners to be able to figure out like, okay, what, what do we need to do and how do we plan and execute to, to make everything work? That's the real key is the plan and execute. Cause yeah. when you're, I mean, when you're doing projects, especially timeline projects that move out. Right. Yeah. Construction. I mean, you need to have a schedule of, okay, you know, it's going to take me 16 to 18 months to do this development. This is the construction schedule and this is how it needs to stay. And it can't slip up. Nothing can, you know, interfere if stuff does, you know, so that's why I have relationships with different vendors, construction companies, GCs, different concrete companies, so that if any of them fall through and, and screw up any of, you know, the projects that we have, I have like 15 other people I can throw in to make sure that nothing gets thrown off track so that we're keeping on our construction schedule and also our development schedule so that our investors are getting their money back, you know, before we, before the timeline that we gave them, you know, we, we tried to, you know, say it would take, you know, 16, 18 months, but it might take 14, you know, it, mm -hmm. it depends on, you know, the development and the construction piece, but we, we try to get their money back, you know, quicker than normal. Yeah. Sounds like there's a lot of growth that is still going on down there in the South. Just... It is. It is. But I mean, yeah, there's risk in everything, right? Sure. There's there's risk in starting a business. There's risk in driving your car. You know, every yeah. day you get in your car, you can get in a car accident and you can die. But yet, you know, everyone gets in their car every day. Everyone drives every single day. You know, going to a nine to five job, you can you can get let go that day, you know. Sure. So there's risk in every I mean, risk in having a kid, risk in, you know, leaving the house, risk in, you know, walking out nowadays. You know, so there's risk in every single thing that you do. But it, it's the fact is that are you willing to take that risk? And, you know, are, are you are you wanting to grow? Are you wanting to develop? Are you wanting to? you know, take that risk and, and do, you know, things that you have always wanted to do. Definitely. Definitely. You know, it's life is risk. That's why I stay in bed all day. <laughs> but even then you could still die in bed or. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The spider exactly. would come and bite you or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's the, that's the, so what have we covered about your business and how you guys do it? With, with what? With the business? Yeah. What have we covered on your business and how you guys? So, so with the business side, you know, we, you know, I'll, I'll raise the private money from the equity position standpoint and then also work on the debt side. And then we'll do, you know, the construction and the development. We'll also do the land acquisition. We'll put like a marketing package together, the performum to prevent to investors, to present to them, to, you know, make sure it's a good fit for them. We'll get all the numbers together, the ROI, the, the, the gap rates, stuff like that. Figure out if it's, if it's something that we even want to pull the trigger on also. Mm -hmm. Do people have to have their, the land already in, in place or, or are they, they maybe just have a project and they don't know where to put it and they just. Yeah. It could be either or. So it could be like, hey, I found this land. I think this might be a good opportunity. And then we'll kind of do our due diligence. Like, hey, okay, these are the demographics. This is what's happening in the area. You know, like this is what's being built over here. I think we could add, you know, mixed use property on the, on, you know, on this parcel of land. You know, this, this is what the land acquisition is going to look like. You know, these are the parcels we might need to sell, you know, erosions in the land, you know, there's fever dams, you know, stuff like that. Like going over the due diligence of the land 
the area, the property, everything around it, what's coming in the city, what's not, you know, what, what the pay rates are for in those areas. So we can see like, okay, this is the kind of material we need to put in. Because, you know, if you build something like in the Avalon and the Halcyon here in Alfreda, it's different than trying to build it, you know, like somewhere else in, you know, in, in a different city. And so being being strategic with, with that as well. Yeah, I imagine, yeah, ver- environmental conditions are definitely going to change, probably laws, yeah. rules, regulations, right. all those so, different things. Yep. So helping helping investors or developers navigate that is really important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, any of that can mess up your deal. You know, like if you don't have the the when you're when you're going through the land and the zoning, you know, if you don't have it in a certain way, you know, you could lose millions of dollars by putting putting the property that you want in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And it, it sounds like relationships are really important aspect of business. What, oh, yeah. A little bit about that. I mean, how, how it, it sounds like it's important, but how, how did you realize it was important and, and how much of a difference does it make in your business relationships? Oh, yeah. I mean, just in business in general, relationships are really important. I've learned that along the way in, in my career, but definitely in real estate, relationships are key because, you know, a, again, brokers are wanting to work with people that they have a relationship with rather than people that they don't. Like a developer and or architect and stuff like that, you know, like they wouldn't want to partner with somebody that they have had a relationship before that they knew that relationship went well rather than working with somebody brand new. And then investors, you know, are wanting to invest in projects, but, you know, if they don't know you and know how you are, you know, kind of like your personality, are you a good person? Are you going to do right by me? You know, then they're not, they're not going to want to invest in projects. Um, You know, so relationships have always been, been key for me. I always try to build amazing relationships with people that I, that I have. And I'm always networking every single day still just to keep building the relationship base that I have. Cause I, I love getting to know people, their stories and how I can help them. Cause I'll introduce, you know, them to people that I know and, and connections, you know, if they're looking for like a certain architect developer, you know, I'll email, I'll email intro them. So that you know that they can start the conversation to themselves. Being a good networker, being a good connector. I mean, I have friends that like like yourself that you know they they know everybody and everybody knows them, and they and they're, they're always they always can give you a referral. Right. And they'll reach out to you and go, "Hey, I talked to this guy, and I think you you two might be a fit." Right. That really makes a difference. How did you get good at all this with setting up relationships? How did you learn to do it? And, you know, how did it how did it come together for you over the years? I mean, I kind of learned it on my own. I mean, you know, it's like, well, you know, people want to know genuinely who you are. Because, you know, like you could get a couple of drinks in you and you could, you know, become a completely different person. And so, you know, it's like, okay, who who are you and how, you know, why why did you change from this person and this person? and you know, like, it's like, okay, now do I really trust you? Because now you're acting like a totally different person than what you told me who you are, you know? So it's like, hey, I try to keep it very genuine to people um, with who I naturally am. And I don't sugarcoat it and I don't change who I am. So that, you know, in, in any arena that I'm put in, people know that I'm genuinely with with. The, the person that I naturally am. And, you know, I, I love networking and building relationships with people. I, 
I keep it about them and, you know, what they're needing as well. You know, not just me, because, you know, the, it, and like, you know, you, you want to make the, the world go around in a better place uh, and people, and you want other people to trust one another. And so I, I try to do that as well. Like I try to stand by my word and, and who I am and what I do. And, you know, and if I'm presenting to like a group of investors, I'm like, hey, you know, these are the numbers. There's what we're what we're looking for with the ROI and stuff like that. So that when we get to the project and we get to the development and the, and the construction piece, I am, you know, on the phone with you like every day, like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. These are the pitfalls. This is what's happening. This is how we're correcting it. And this is how we're moving forward, you know, rather than not saying anything, kind of being nonchalant, sending them, you know, like the, the quarterly views, you know, every quarter, like, hey, this is what's going on in the project. It's like, dude, how come you didn't tell me this like three months ago prior before you sending me, you know, the financials and what's going on, you know, so it's like building trust with people, being my authentic self. And because, you know, I would want that for me, you know, like I would want somebody to show that to me. So why not show that to them? you know, first, first and foremost. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah. this has been uh, pretty insightful and it's, it sounds, it's just awesome that you've developed this just over the last, what, two, three years. Yeah. Two. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that, that's, uh, I mean, you, you sound like you work extremely hard, you network yeah. hard and, and you're building great relationships and uh, I applaud you. I think that's just going to make great for your uh, future and, and, Thank uh, you. Make you the largest, what would you say in five to 10 years? The largest? The biggest real estate investment and development firm in the Southeast. That would be awesome. Are there any competitors that you have your eyes on that you maybe? I you know what? I, I don't pay attention to competitors. You know, I'm more so about collaboration beats competition. And so, you know, if I can, if I can collaborate with people and help them grow and develop and learn, that that's that's you know that that's all that I'm wanting you know I don't look at my competitors and see what they're doing you know I I focus on me and my team and the people that I bring on and the people that I have in my circle and how I can better other people because you know I I worry more so about that than I do about you know other competitors and you know what they're doing because it it just it wouldn't help me in in any way you need you know then you'd be stressing about oh they're doing this and oh why can't I do that and you know, then, then you're worrying about things that you shouldn't worry about, you know, so I focus on me, how I can better myself every single day. You know, I'm reading books, listening to podcasts, bettering my mind and my mental health to make sure that I'm all in sync and make sure that the people around me are well taken care of as well. There you go. There yeah. you go. Well, Crystal, it's been wonderful to talk to you. Anything more we need to tease out on your company and you and what you do? I mean, they, they could check out my website, that's supercapital.com. And also they could follow me on LinkedIn at Crystal Lou and or message me there. If people have questions and or concerns and wanting to, you know, schedule a calendar. I have my calendar link in my LinkedIn, but anybody can message me there as well to, to, to chat. There you go. There you go. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Crystal. We really appreciate yeah, thank it. Yeah, thank you, Thank you for having me. Thank you. Continue success. Thanks, right, thank for tuning in. Go to YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss. See everything we're doing over there. Go to our big group on LinkedIn. Also, our big LinkedIn newsletter. Subscribe to that as well. And Chris Voss, LeadershipInstitute.com. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time.